Honesty is the best policy. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. And my name is Julie Adams. I'm your host and I am joined by Pastor Renee Kivit. Welcome, Pastor Renee. Thank you. Glad you're here today. So we are making our way through the Psalms and this is our fourth week in Psalms. Um, and you brought us a message on Psalm 142, mm-hmm. which is a, a really great psalm um, about honesty. Yeah. All the hard parts. <laughs> I know. Oh, dear. Well, you uh, you said it at the beginning, honesty is the best policy. And I, <laughs> like I said yesterday, um, it is the best policy, except when, when maybe yeah. it's not or when maybe it's really hard and... I would never have considered myself a dishonest person. No. But I but with my feelings and how I'm feeling about things or deep frustrations, I'm not I definitely through the process of writing this message realize how I don't like to be honest mm-hmm. about my feelings especially with God. Yeah. And uh that that's been a little bit of a I mean I called myself a student. I am a a student in this. I'm not talking about this psalm as if I know what I'm doing or or as if I've figured it all out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pastor Trevor, last week when he was talking, you know, God already knows what we're thinking, so we might as well just tell him. Oh, that was such a... <laughs> it's so funny because that's just something we know, but mm-hmm. maybe really, really need to hear again and again, yeah. right? Yeah, and I, and I think it's... I don't mind being honest about the good things mm-hmm. and the things I'm thankful for for some reason, and I, and I don't have any recollection of a moment in time when I decided I didn't want to talk about the hard or bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always afraid of getting stuck there. Yes. And so I, so I ignore them, which is mm-hmm. also very unhealthy <laughs> uh, to do, you know, emotionally. And, yeah. and it's unhealthy because in the end, I'm not being totally honest with God. And at mm-hmm. times I haven't been totally honest with people because I've wanted to just brush off the feelings I had yeah. to make it better. And uh, so following in David's example in this psalm is mm-hmm. hard, um, hard but good. And uh, I, you know, I find myself, especially at the beginning, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it, you know, in my message and as I'm preparing and I'm thinking, oh, Renee, you don't even, you don't do this very well, <laughs> you know, but I, I know this is the right thing to say. Yes. And I believe in it and, I, and it's something I need to improve on. It's something I want to get better at. And it's, you know, just acknowledging that sometimes this circumstance, this situation just really stinks. Yep. It just does. Yep. And I'm angry or I'm frustrated. Um, and what I often have done and do, even now, is I try to escape those feelings. Mm-hmm. So oh, I yeah. think part of it is like not acknowledging it helps me pretend it doesn't exist, which is which is impossible. It yes. does. Um, and then I just get lost in other things on purpose. Mm-hmm, like a distraction. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I distract myself so I don't have to deal with the hard. Or, mm-hmm. um, and I, you know, I, I said yesterday in the message, like I, I will scl- scroll on my phone or just play a, a silly game that is meaningless. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. No. Unless it's always what you're doing and you're never, 
dealing with yes. reality, right? And so if you're escaping and, you know, we escape in all sorts of ways. We have habits and coping mm-hmm. strategies and some of them are healthy and some of them are not so healthy. And maybe you go out for a walk to sort of escape the frustration. Well, you know, that that's not actually an unhealthy thing to do. Probably you process really well while you're doing that. Yeah. Um, but if you decided to... Know, drink an entire case of beer to escape. Yeah. Um, well, that's going to be a, a grossly unhealthy way yes. <laughs> of avoiding. And so yeah. um, I think it's important to recognize what it is that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, the answer is eventually. Sometimes we can do it right away. Yeah, we need to go to God. Yeah. We need to follow David's example. Mm-hmm. You know, he, in those first two verses, he's crying out to God. He goes and he prays to God. He's in this like terrible stuck difficult situation surrounded by you know angry unhealthy unhealthy people who are not helping him and uh, he could have just sulked yeah and maybe he did maybe he did sulk for a little bit I I don't know that Mm -hmm. but he in the end he does what's right and that's to talk to God about it and tell Mm -hmm. God God already knew how he was feeling yeah Yeah. he saw him in the cave right yeah (laughs) yeah so these this company David was keeping the um what did you call them? The 400 uh, disgruntled, well, yeah. men. Yeah. Do you, what came first? Like the chicken or the egg? Like was he upset and went and kept company? Or do you think he found these people and became more down in the dumps? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There is, I read some in the commentary about that. There's a little bit of a, those people kind of needed to get away from their situations too. Yeah. So they weren't running away from Saul who was trying to kill them. Although once they banded, with David, they became the enemy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were already in a bad way, yeah. clustered together and came to support, no, to surround David. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and so they were, they too were in a bad way. And maybe David, like there's, there's no, I haven't, I didn't read anything that would imply that David sort of became an example to all of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if this was like a public time of prayer and and sort of teaching those men how to seek God. I don't know that. Um, But certainly that's how we're receiving it as we get to read, you know, thousands of years later and uh, to understand sort of, yeah, what we need to do and how to, how to go about seeking God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then um, the piece that, uh, the piece that is sometimes hard for me is sort of stating it. Like, mm-hmm. what is the thing that's really bugging me? Like, like I'm naming just it. naming yeah. it. I'm really mm-hmm. disappointed in so-and-so or this situation just has hurt my feelings so badly or whatever. Yeah. And David just names it. Like, he just, he's straight up. And he's pretty, we, we've been using the word candid. This is a candid conversation that he's mm-hmm. having with God. He doesn't sugarcoat it or flower it or make it like, oh, well, it's, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. He's, he's literally straight up. Like, nobody cares about me. Uh, nobody's beside me. Nobody's concerned about me. Uh, nobody cares whether I live or die. Like he's just like this is straight up how it is. Yeah, we're in a bad place. We're in a bad situation. There's nothing good here. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I think we can identify with that. Yeah. Like, a lot of us lately, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And the the uh, the place that I don't that that stops me from wanting to be honest is getting stuck in this place yeah getting stuck in verses it's like where where's your focus right yeah it's like yeah. you want to keep your eyes on like trevor said a couple weeks so was it trevor keep your eye on the prize back mm. in philippians like keep mm-hmm. your you know 
and stay positive. Yeah. But but the reality is, it's not always <laughs> it's positive. Not and, always sunshine and, and rainbows. Ha- yes, yeah. goodness mercy. Yeah, that's where sometimes it snow. Yeah. You know, and other <laughs> just last week. But but David does that, right? So he like states all of his things. These are all the things that are bad. These are all the things that are hard right now. And then like it's verse five, which is like the weirdest odd out verse on some level. Like if mm-hmm. I was just griping and listing all my frustrations. There's a good chance I would not be able to have written verse five. No. No. And, and, and frankly, we don't know how long, how, you know, did he write this, did he sit down one afternoon and write this whole psalm? Like oh, in one or did moment? he go back and forth? Or would yeah. there be some back and forth, you know? And I think in our own lives, there would be back and forth. Yeah. Well, right? verse five, just in case no one has their Bible out, says, mm-hmm. Lord, I cry out to you. I say, you are my place of safety. You are everything I need in this life. Mm-hmm. It's like this. Oh yeah. yeah. I know. I know you're I know I'm not alone or mm-hmm. I'm not sitting here in this cave with all these people and King Saul trying to chase me and kill me. You know, there it's just this reflection of God's nature and who God is and mm-hmm. it's all of a sudden like, "Oh yeah, there's truth." Yes. It's like he remembered. Yeah. 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 And I think that's a huge piece, a huge learning piece is how do we lift our eyes out of the situation we're in or how do we like change a perspective and it's just focus on what's true you know when, when mm-hmm. someone comes home one of the girls would come home when they were little and they'd be like crying this happened and this is terrible oh, yeah. blah, blah. I'm like okay so let's talk through that and what's actually true is what is what your friend just called you like is that true yeah is that who you are well no okay let's focus on what's true and you know, mm-hmm. and so that 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 you know, sometimes we as adults, we need someone to do that for us. Okay, yes. let's focus on what's true here. Yeah, has God abandoned you? Like, is no one really beside you? Um, does it? Do you, is it true that nobody cares whether you live or die? Yeah, you know, and, and sort of calling us back to that truth. I don't. I don't think I can always do that myself. No, no, because like you said, you get kind of stuck in the. Mm-hmm down in the dumps yeah and it's like a, a spiral right yeah You're spiraling around mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so refocus right like the yeah. shift towards what is true about god if it's true about all the people around me if that's even possible mm-hmm. you know then it's not true about god um and he is with us and uh yeah so then so then david goes through sort of this moment of truth and then he asks god for what he wants mm-hmm. and this is a a, a powerful piece about the Psalms. Over and over again, this happens. Like, um, and David says, you know, these are the two things I need you to do for me. I need you to save me from those who are chasing me. And he acknowledges they're too strong for me, mm-hmm. which is an interesting, um, humbling. I can't do this myself. Yeah. Because you know, usually I get all worked up and think, yeah, I can do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right? I this, yeah. I can do this. I don't need anybody. Um, and David's like, they're chasing me and they're too strong for me. And he, yep. he admits his need. Um, but he does it so that other people will praise God. Like mm-hmm. He does it with this, with this shift of, um, I want to be able to give a testimony to what God has done for me. Yes. Not like, I want people to think how amazing I am because in fact, in the end, I took out King Saul on my own, which he actually does not do. But there's n- there's none of that, right? Yeah. There's, um, there's a humbling. There isn't this pride of, I'm going to fix all my problems and I'm going to be victorious and people are going to say, wow, like look at David, he's so amazing. No, mm-hmm. he's asking God to save him so that he can praise God. Yeah. Which is a really mature perspective. Oh yeah, <laughs> probably a really hard to have at times. But <laughs> yes, yeah, and I yeah I just 
I don't know, this psalm is really, I feel like it's resonating with me. Mm -hmm. I feel like these are not brand new concepts. No. Like, I don't think anyone's going to hear this, you know, and think, oh, yeah, wow, I never thought about that. No, it's not that. It's the reminder of doing what needs to be done in the daily. It's almost like back to the basics. Yeah. Sort of a a series this one has been. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think we all need it right now. Or maybe it's just me, but... No, I I don't think you're alone, Renee. (laughs) Just that reminder, you know, Mm -hmm. God wants us to come to him and he wants to save us. Yeah. You know, he wants to be glorified in our life through the saving, Mm -hmm. um, which I just think is so powerful. So So what's something practical we can do if we find ourselves, if we can, you know, Mm -hmm. recognize I am, you know, I'm feeling like David, nobody cares, nobody, Mm -hmm. what's something we can do? Yeah. Well, there's, there's verses all through the Bible full of amazing truths about what is true, both about mm-hmm. God and about ourselves. Yep. Um, you know, when we're down on ourselves or we're down on God or we're angry at God or frustrated, there are so many truths. So we need to find those truths. And, and if you, you know, if you need someone to help you find those, mm-hmm. you know, seek someone out, you know, some, a mature Christian in your life or a, certainly a, a pastor or a staff here at the church would love to help you. Um, sort of find those verses, um, find the truth and sort of, we need to reshape our language, which helps reshape our thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a, a more positive cycle of, I hear these positive, truthful words and I'm going to start to believe them. Um, and so I think that's really important praying those truths over your children or over friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, like just ac- acknowledging it is another practical thing. Like just being real with how things actually are. Yes. Um, I don't say that candidly, like as if it's easy. I, I'd say, <laughs> you know, uh, but I but I do believe it to be true. Mm-hmm. Um, and then find and declare God's truth about yourself. Um, and and I and I did say yesterday too, like if you are in a place that's just deep deep and dark right now where you can't, mm-hmm. you know, someone else can declare those truths for you. Mm-hmm. And that's a powerful um, community building thing where we can intercede for someone, we can pray for someone mm-hmm. um, when they can't do it themselves. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a wonderful way to support one another and to come alongside people um, in those situations. Those are some of my thoughts anyways. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Renee. Thank you. That was wonderful. So if you would like to um, get in touch with Renee with any questions or to chat or anything, please feel free always to reach out to her. You can reach her at mm-hmm. Renee at wingfleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me with any feedback or podcast suggestions or anything, I'd love to hear from you as well. And you can reach me at Julie at wingfleetbic.com. So thank you for tuning in today. It was nice to connect with you and we look forward to seeing you next week. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. <laughs>